Kids, I know what time it is. I know what time it is. It's time for Mortis Day and the time. You guys ever listen to them? Yeah, that stuff was the mad note. Listen to Mortis Day and the time sometime. <laughs> awesome band, right? I don't know why I mentioned them, but everybody has to know who Mortis Day and the time is. Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome back to No Disclosure. Um, the last off-topic episode that I did with um, Mr. Aaron Kunkel has gone over really well. I haven't told Aaron about this because he's probably, and I mean, I didn't tell Amanda this either. Um, and I, I, uh, they're going to listen to this episode, I think. Uh, even if they don't get all the way through it, they're still going to listen to this. That's why I wanted to say this off the top here uh, because that episode has been cleaning up. I mean, the off-topic episodes, <laughs> they get a lot of listens. You guys seem to really enjoy me sitting across from uh, an interesting person and just shooting the breeze, man. And uh, Aaron and Amanda are exactly that. Very cool, very interesting people. So uh, thanks to everybody who's listened to it. Um, this uh, episode of No Disclosure is sponsored by the Conkle Homestead. So check them out. On, huh, sorry, I'm very... Ugh. So <laughs> check them out on YouTube, the Conkle Homestead. All right. Uh, this uh, podcast is also brought to you by Anchor and Prevail Guitar Works. As we know, this podcast is where we go on the news, see what's going on in the world, and base like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. People have to deal with a lot of junk in their lives, and with the climate things are in, no disclosure exists to not only improve your level of inner fanciness, but to hopefully take your mind off the disaster for a while. So let's get into it, do what we do best, and have a little... F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for any time or anything. Well, out that mention in the deep blue sea. Little fun. Shake off your shoes and set that mental bag of bricks down in the entryway of my mind. And let's begin. So, as I said, the um, <clears throat> off-topic segments are doing really well. <laughs> you guys really like those. So, I'm putting this invite out again. And um, just letting you guys know, if any of you are going to be in the Paducah, Kentucky area, um, hit me up, man. There's a thing where you could message me on here, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Let's set something up. Everybody's life is... I, I, I fibbed a little bit when I said I have interesting people on the show. Everybody's life is interesting. I just have one of those personalities, if you can't tell listening to this show, <laughs> that um, I... It doesn't matter what you want to talk about. I can hang. Uh, I'm not very smart. Uh, I've never considered myself intelligent. Uh, but my brain's like a sponge. So chances are what you talk about, I'll be able to at least chime in there, right? Mm. Mm. Water. And yes, I will provide water, um, fellowship, and a bathroom in case you need to go boom, boom, halfway through the podcast. <laughs> so... Let's see what's going on in the news. So uh, Hurricane Laura, um, that's the big cat we need to get out of the bag right now. Um, that's the thing everybody's talking about, and for good reason. It's supposed to, uh, something <laughs> is supposed to nail where I'm at right here. Western Kentucky, I think late tonight, and then like all day tomorrow. But um, Cassie came up to me yesterday, and she said the crap that's going to be Hit Louisiana. This is supposed to be the most uh, damaging storm 
in Louisiana's history. I mean, this is going to make Katrina look like a fart in the wind, uh, which is terrifying. And they said, you know, people that are on the coast, they straight up said this, that this storm will be unsurvivable. You don't hear that word a lot <laughs> when it comes to news. August 27th, right? Hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses are without electricity in Louisiana and Texas. Uh, at least three people are dead after Hurricane Laura arrived on land as a severe storm. Um, where did it hit, uh, Cameron? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Cameron, Louisiana. Um, early Thursday, it hit as a Cat 4. The National Hurricane Center uh, warned of a potentially catastrophic impact and unsurvivable storm surge. If you're in, like, right there on the coast. Wind gusts up to 150 miles an hour. Man, I actually looked on Google yesterday. Um, I asked Google, <laughs> I said, how fast does the wind need to blow in order to knock an average human being off their feet? 45 to 50 miles an hour for a slim to average build. Um, that's enough to push somebody and to straight up knock them off their feet. I mean, we're talking winds 150 miles an hour. You do the math there. If only 50 around there will knock a person off their feet. Crazy. Um, well, here it is. In Lake Charles, which was in uh, Laura's direct path, there were reports of damage and debris in the downtown area, but no severe flooding, which had been a major concern for the area since it's just like, what, 15 feet above sea level? Nuts. When Katrina hit Louisiana in, uh, Katrina hit Louisiana in, in, in uh, 05, catastrophic flooding, right? Due to the state's low elevation. Hopefully, we have more preparation here, but still. Hell of a storm, man. Hell of a storm. Uh, New Orleans Time reporter tweeted that mobile homes in Lake Charles were absolutely shredded. Roofs were torn off. Trailers thrown around. PowerOutage.us showed nearly 700,000 customers in Louisiana and Texas were without electricity by early Thursday afternoon. Which would be what? Today, right? Oh, that's crazy. City and state leaders had warned before Laura's arrival that it could take several days to restore power to the affected areas, particularly with added precautions due to the COVID-19 pandemic, which is on top of all this crap. So 2020, whoever ordered the uh, step-dancing hurricanes that happened at the same time, it's like, man, the, the memes about 2020 are starting to come true. It's like, dude, is 2020 like self-aware at this point? It's, man. At least three people have died in the storm so far. Uh, Bell Edwards, the Louisiana governor, told reporters at a news conference Thursday that a 14-year-old girl was killed in Edwards' Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness said two others died in Acadia and Jackson Parishes. All three were killed by falling trees. Man. Um, you guys heard about the chemical fire, right? A uh, chemical fire erupted in, uh, <laughs> what's the name, Westlake. Um, about, uh, I've been to Westlake. If you don't know where it is, it's about five miles, maybe a little bit less, uh, west of Lake Charles. And, um, yeah, like, apparently massive chemical fire there. Uh, there's video of it, too. Uh, I'm not going to repeat what the White House said. <laughs> I avoid political stuff so much that I won't even read, like, you know, uh, disaster statements from politicians, even though it's the same blanket statement every time. I just, I don't care. Um, COVID-19 cases in the U.S. is back up over 40,000, blah, blah, blah. Experts say overfishing erased sharks from many of the world's reefs. I'm sure it did. Um, David 
Henry brings new... I don't care. Um, oh, by the way, New Yorkers. New York City's Museum of Modern Art is going to reopen. That's right. After five months, you get to go to your favorite art gallery. Mine, mine at least. <laughs> but I don't live in New York. But if I was, my ass would be going there. Mmm, yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, okay, uh, I saw this headline. A South Korean outbreak spreads nationwide and alarms officials. I'm, I'm not going to read this, but it made me think of North Korea. So I've been seeing pictures, recent ones, ones that nobody's ever seen so far, of Kim Jong-un. He looks awful. <laughs> he looks like a man who survived heart surgery. So apparently he's alive. Remember, it was kind of a conspiracy there. For a little bit, people wondering, it's like, dude, is Kim Jong-un dead? Because some of those pictures were really questionable and weird. But what has come out is that he needed some kind of heart thing done. And uh, we had they, they had doctors from China go over to North Korea and do this, you know, and very under wraps because, you know, the um, the Kim dynasty, these are made up of men that hung the moon. You know what I mean? These are invincible human beings. These are guys who don't feel pain, who don't need surgery. Could you imagine having that cult of personality like that and then needing something done like that, right? How many people in Kim Jong-un's uh, immediate vicinity are wise to the fact that he is not some kind of superhuman entity? And when something like this happens, how many people does he have to silence? Seriously, I think about this stuff. Um, so anyway, they sent people in from China to give him, you know, the, whatever heart surgery or something. We need a very, very muddy, <laughs> you know, kind of stuff, it being North Korea. But I've been seeing pictures lately. Man, he, he looks like shit. He's a young dude. And uh, yeah, apparently he's alive. Uh, yay. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. Have any of you seen like when Kim Jong-un was supposedly having this, you know, heart thing done? Didn't know he would if he would even survive. The pictures were weird. You know, you had like um, obvious, obvious body doubles and like cardboard cutouts posing in photos and shit. It was crazy. But uh, yeah, joy to the world. Apparently, he's still alive. I'm seeing recent pictures in here and uh, yeah, anyway. I don't know why I wanted to mention that. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, little Kim's still kicking. Uh, one million more and uh, apparently, I think so anyway. One million more in U.S. filed jobless claims. Unemployment dips below 10%. Recent interview with Buzz Aldrin. Oh, Buzz. I subscribed to his Twitter feed. You should. It's pretty cool. Buzz Aldrin, uh, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he's full of as much piss and vinegar as he always was, man. I love Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> I do. Uh, Twitter is starting to become a celebrity cesspool, you know, and... Uh, uh, Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm not telling them that they shouldn't have one, but it's getting old. I mean, Stephen King, I love you. I know how much you hate, loathe Trump. <laughs> I know you're proud of the fact that Trump himself blocked you on Twitter. Ron Perlman, I know you hate politicians. <laughs> D. Snyder, you're okay. You can say whatever the hell you want. But, <laughs> you know... And uh, I'm really getting tired of reading it. I really am. It's just everybody has a right to their opinion, but damn. Yeah, I, I just don't want to hear it all the time. And um, yeah, I go on Twitter. 
the hell was I talking about? <laughs> I lost it, man. Oh, what was I saying about Twitter? Oh, my God. Wow. Buzz Aldrin. That's right. Jeez. Buzz Aldrin. And um, he's just, he's a cool dude. He's a way cool dude. What do you guys think about this? Let's make this the discussion thing, huh? Go on, you know, whatever you're listening to this on, whatever platform, you can join in on the talk, man. You can send me messages. These messages go right to my Anchor account, and they automatically record. They send them to me. So you, you can leave voice messages with your phone. Do that. Somebody try it <laughs> this episode, please. I've gotten a few, and it does work. Somebody try it. Let's join it. Let's make this a thing, right? Join in the conversation. If you want to send me a voice message, I'll put it on the show, man. So what do you guys think <laughs> about the moon landing thing? Are you convinced it was fake? Hmm? Are you? Did we really go? You want to know my opinion? Probably not, but I'm going to tell you. <laughs> my opinion is I really do believe that we went to the moon in 1969. I am convinced. However... The images that they beamed back, the footage that we have, uh, was not that mission at all. <laughs> um, the black box recordings from the orbiter and the lander have been released in their full capacity, and the government knew they could do it, and it wouldn't cause any kind of sensation because we're too worried about you know Kanye West and fucking TikTok. You know, so they could release the black book recordings, you know, because everybody's doing dumbass dance videos to Eshniko. And, uh, you know, go back, go and read it. Uh, this is from the U.S. government. This is from NASA. These are released by, via Freedom of Information Act. Those black box recordings will make you question everything. They are Terrifying. Terrifying. And especially the orbiter, when it was going around the backside. There was some shit that happened during that mission, man. And I'm convinced now that they couldn't have filmed it. No way. And all these people saying they see photographs, uh, you know, like, uh, not photographs, <laughs> anomalies, UFO stuff like that. No. They did not take any pictures or film anything on the surface of the moon. That I am convinced of. But reading the black box recordings, yes, they did go. In 1969. <clears throat> Think about it. You're in a pissing match with Russia. You got to get there. You need some proof to bring to beam back. They probably had all their cameras and Westinghouses and all that stuff there. After what was going down, if you read the black box recordings, <laughs> it gives you the chills. Couldn't use any of that footage even if they had it. So what do they do? Um, weirdness aside... You send people to the moon, and this is all a big pissing contest with Russia, like everything. And you need some nice, pristine quality footage to come back to here, kids. You want to wave that right in Russia's face, right? You got to have some kind of contingency plan. What if the Westinghouses don't work? What if solar radiation screws up? the? We didn't know any of this stuff, right? You have to have some video material done, ready to go. And that's exactly what happened. Although it wasn't atmospheric conditions that ruined the film, it was the, you know, outer space being really what it's inhabited by that screwed up the film. Yes, I do believe that. Mm. But yeah, 
if you want some uh, Twitter entertainment <laughs> and you want to learn at the same time, expand your knowledge, learn about space, science. He's always po posting sciencey things. Check out Buzz Aldrin. Cool dude. Um, new research. Research? New research. Can't talk today. New research shows NOAA scientists built a better lionfish trap. Wonderful. <laughs> I put all that energy into reading the line. It sucks. Uh. Uh. <laughs> what, the, what did I just read? A poop so... <laughs> Come on, Billy. My God. What am I, four years old? I read the word poop and I just start laughing. Poop soaked phone. Stop it. Damn it. You're grown, man. <laughs> Poop soaked phone rescued from National Forest Toilet. <laughs> yeah. August 27th, sanitation workers cleaning out a vault toilet in the Flathead National Forest in Montana. So they found a duty covered phone at the bottom of the toilet tank and were sh <laughs> shocked to discover it still works. <laughs> Who got that job? I was like, hey, there's a duty phone in there. God knows how long it's been in there. We're in Montana, which means like four towns. And in the middle of that, nothing. <laughs> you know? uh, hey, uh, Dale, fish out that phone and tell me if it still works. Do I have to? You like your job? All right. <laughs> Tracy Cow, A1 Sanitation, said he and his team were cleaning. Oh, damn. I was hoping he was a Dale. It's Montana, okay? I only had a 50-50 shot. Tracy or Dale? <laughs> Tracy Cow of A1 Sanitation said he and his team were cleaning out the tank of the vault toilet near Holland Lake when he spotted the iPhone 11 Pro at the bottom. An iPhone 11 Pro, hmm? And it still works? Damn. Apple, you guys are stepping it up. Jeez. I mean, I could drop an iPhone uh, on a carpet and it would break. But you can leave it in duty for that long? <laughs> Is that a... <laughs> I just got a vision in my head about how they test the iPhones. <laughs> so they, like at the testing facility, I, this is this is my brain. This is just how it works. I just think of dumb shit. Uh, I should go back into stand-up comedy, do that again. <laughs> That's what I do. I just think about thinking up goofy shit. So at the testing facility... At Apple, where they put all their products through the ringer, right? What do they have, like a doo-doo tank <laughs> that they soak the iPhones in randomly as they come off the uh, assembly line? Huh? They age the doo-doo for five, six months, pull the phone out. Yep, it still works. All right, all right. Let's keep going. But obviously, they don't have a drop test, right? <laughs> Got a doo-doo tank in the testing area. Cow and his teammates, Cody Everett and Tanner Stevenson, sanitized the phone. Mm-hmm. Really, there's crevices and shit, man. There's scratches on the screen. So, could you really? How much could you sanitize a phone that's been in a national park toilet? Notice that I said national park toilet. There are public toilets, and then there are national park toilets. They are right up there at the top with nastiest bathrooms you'll ever see in your life, slightly under the middle of nowhere truck stop. <laughs> Cal said he and his team were finally able to get some identifying information by popping the device's SIM card into another phone. 
When she finally called me back, I told her who I was, told her we found this phone in the Forest Service vault, and her identical reaction, well, you guys may have to pump out toilets because that's the last place I saw that phone. <laughs> yeah. That's good. We need to put doo-doo phones in the title of this. Was somebody saying something? I don't hear anything. I swear, I thought I heard somebody speaking out the other end of the door. I guess not. Maybe I'm hearing voices, kids. So, uh, what time are we at? Oh, we're doing okay. Um, tips campaign helped more than one million in the U.S. quit smoking. Cool. Good for you, CDC. Uh, statistical analysis reveals differences between dinosaur sexes. <laughs> you know? Well, that's weird to me. So God knows how much money they had to spend. How much funding that this whatever used to find out the sexes of the dinosaurs, right? Dude, you didn't need any kind of funding to do that. What a waste of freaking money, man. You see what I mean? All these government institutions and all these scientific endeavors and stuff. I'm not against science, okay? And even though I'm a Christian, I'm not against it. Science and God can coexist. But, um, <clears throat> and I don't mean that in the weird way. Christians, let's not send me any more freaking phone calls this week, all right? I get enough. I'm just saying <laughs> that science is the search for the rules that God put in place, right? All I'm saying. So, anyway, back to what I was determining the sex of dinosaurs. Really? All we have to do is do what Jeff Goldblum said. Just go out there and pick up all the dinosaur skirts. I mean, that's the easiest way to do it, right? Why do you guys need all kinds of money and funding and time and shit to do all that? You just do what Jeff Goldblum says. Because we all know everything Jeff Goldblum says is true. He's a weird guy, but he's weird in the most wonderful way. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Just solve the problem. You really want to find out for sure... Go out there and pick up all the dinosaur skirts. That's what he said to do. Uh, I'm, I'm putting my hands up here. You know, I'm just passing shit along. So, engine. <laughs> I, I'm an idiot. Moments from the Republican National Convention don't care. Um, skibbity wop, skibbity boy. Those fingers through my hair. That's like come hither stare. That chafes my underwear. It's witchcraft. Shinzo Abe meets with U.S. Space Commander after hospital visit. Um, skibbity bop bop. Uh, police respond to reports of gunfire. Find a man sleeping in front of his television. <laughs> Let's find out. Oh, it's the uh, police. I saw a picture. It's not the police. I saw a, uh, uh, a cop car with a police on it. What country is that from? Germany. Hey, Germany. How you guys doing? Listeners of No Disclosure. Hey, we got one from your neck of the woods, guys. A German police department said officers responding to a report of a possible shooting arrived at the scene to find a man had simply fallen asleep while watching a loud action movie. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of you, Germany. I'm not. Uh, our, believe it or not, our cops are dumber here. Uh, North Rhine, uh, I'm so sorry, Germans, if I butcher this. Uh, North Rhine, Westphalia, Westphalia, right? Is that how you say it? Westphalia? Police stationed in Cologne said they received several reports early Wednesday morning from Cologne residents who reported sounds of gunfire nearby. Police identified the source of the sounds and they brought in a locksmith to open the door to the apartment from which the sounds were coming. Officers discovered no actual gunfire. Just a loud action movie playing with a 34-year-old resident asleep in front of the TV. 
and the letdown. <laughs> they didn't tell what they didn't say what movie it was. Damn it. <clears throat> if any of my German listeners out there know this old boy <laughs> or live down the street or whatever, please send me a message on here and let me know what movie that guy was watching. Okay? I I don't know. I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't want to know for any huge particular reason. Like I said, I just I just think goofy shit. Uh, neighbors help rescue. <laughs> Neighbors help rescue a kitten from a storm drain in Florida. <laughs> IT firms not responsible for a North Korea hack. <laughs> Walmart joins Microsoft to buy TikTok ahead of U.S. ban. Yeah, I heard about this. So this, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> say okay, I'm not a baby boomer, but say okay, Zennial or whatever. Yeah, call me old, I don't give a shit. Uh, is it just me or does TikTok sound like the, and just, I've seen it and look just like the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> Doesn't it? I mean, I, I see grown men on the, anyway, aside from the stupid TikTok shit, Walmart said Thursday it's joining a bid by Microsoft to buy Chinese video sharing app TikTok, increasing competition for a sale ahead of a ban in the U.S. Sets, set, set to take effect next month. So Microsoft is wanting to buy it. Might I ask why? Because the U.S. is getting ready to ban this thing. What is Microsoft going to just like rebrand it <laughs> and release it as the same thing, but just change the name of it? <laughs> That's probably what they're going to do. I would. Smart. And, you know, then again, Microsoft doesn't only sell shit in the U.S. either. But uh, Microsoft said it's interested in the possibility of becoming part owner in the platform. We believe it could add this key functionality and provide Walmart with an important way for us to reach... And serve omni-channel customers as well as blah, blah, blah. Same Walmart rhetoric bullshit. Bah. Microsoft, you're cool. <laughs> Go ahead and buy TikTok. They'll do something with it. Walmart, screw you, man. Ever since Sam Walton died, Walmart has just gone completely to shit. It really has. Any amount of... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anything <laughs> that Sam Walton had, his vision is gone. I mean, Sam Walton was a businessman and a very shrewd one at that. So I'm not sure every single one of his actions in the past weren't the most noble. Uh, everybody can say that. You're no exemption from it. Neither am I. And, uh, you know, then again, I don't walk around with a Sam Walton autobiography under my arm. So if he was a piece of shit his whole life, I don't know. But what I worked at Walmart for a long time. And... Uh, from what I saw, Sam Walton, that was a real deal, man. He was a businessman, but he had a vision. He treated people, he treated people right. And everybody I've ever talked to, Walmart-wise, no matter how low on the ladder they were, Sam Walton always treated him with respect. And uh, now, I mean, dude, <clears throat> fuck Walmart, fuck Walmart. They treated us like crap there. They did. They would do schedule things right at the last second. Um. Remember the whole debacle with uh, minorities, like them getting lower pay and stuff? That was a thing, guys. It was a thing. Um, I have a lot of Native, Native American ancestry in me, enough to put on paper. And um, it, was, uh, it was an ugly situation. It really was. I was part of that lawsuit, believe it or not. Uh, my settlement check that I got in the mail wasn't very much money <laughs> because it was about nine, uh, what, nine million <laughs> other people that it affected. But uh, yeah, Walmart, that terrible company. Awful, awful.
Um, so yeah, <laughs> Walmart. Every time I hear Walmart, my eye twitches. And unfortunately, I got to go back. Like I just got back from Walmart. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's convenient and it pisses me off. So here, uh, Kim Yo Kim Yo Jung, a no show at North Korea. Polaburto meaning don't care. We already talked about North Korea. Okay, internet. We got to move this along. People need their their topics. You know what I mean? I need some water. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's always the episodes of No Disclosure that I feel like I'm just flying, right? Not uh, time-wise, but I'm like, I'm cruising, you know? <laughs> I'm doing really well. It's like, man, I'm witty. I'm on top of it. I'm, I'm doing good today. Yeah. Those are the episodes that, like, nobody responds to. <laughs> and then the ones that, like, I swear, and the ones that I say that, man, I was not hitting it this week, man. I just wasn't hitting it. The energy wasn't there. Just, man, I wasn't on top of it, you know? Those are the ones that explode. Those are the ones that are huge. See, even as a writer, I go through this. I write a book, and I'm like, man, this one's it. This one, oh, I'm so proud of this one. Man, I nailed this book. Every chapter is just fucking poetry, man. This book rocks, you know, I love it. That one, those ones don't sell shit. It's the ones that I write, and I'm like, oh, well, here we go. You know, the book's like that. Uh, I'm not going to tell you which ones those are because my books do really well, and they're all very well reviewed. They're very well respected. Um, so I'm not going to tell you which ones. <laughs> I got to the end, and I was like, huh, well, let's pump it out. Here we go. You know? <laughs> and just, uh, not everything you make is fucking, especially artistically, right? There's going to be things that you're proud of more than others. That's just how it goes. But the ones that, like, you know, I publish and I'm either kind of indifferent to or I'm like, yeah, I could have done a little better there. We'll try again next time. Those ones blow up. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> Why didn't you read the shit that I thought was, well, that goes to show you, though. Uh, when you're in any kind of artistic capacity. And yes, podcasting is an art. Put a microphone in front of your face with a giant pop filter where you can't see shit but mesh. And, um... Try to keep yourself entertaining for an hour. Try to keep yourself amped up for an hour. Come up with this. The shit ain't easy, man. Even with podcasting, that goes to show you, you never know, dude. <laughs> you never know. Whether you're good or not depends on the person that's ingesting that art. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with, with you, dude. Nothing. It's the popular opinion. The court of popular opinion. The year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> yes. So let's keep reading. <laughs> let's keep reading. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, I love doing this so week, man. This is the thing I look forward to the most at, every week is doing no disclosure. I absolutely love it. If nobody listened to this, I'd still do it, man. <laughs> I would. It's just I'm having a conversation with, with myself. But in a way, I'm having a conversation with the entire world. You know, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a weird feeling. I'm recording this in an empty room, right? With the door shut and it's just me, microphone, pop filter, all that crap. But yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I get emails and stuff. I get messages saying, you know, you, you got me through the week, you know, and uh, <clears throat> I'm going through a lot of crap right now and this thing makes me laugh. That means something, dude. It does. You know, that, that it makes me happy. That's cool. So let's keep reading. Oh, the Christchurch uh, shooter <clears throat> was sentenced to life. You guys know about him. Uh, you know, um, oh, what's his name? Damn it. Brenton? Is that his name? New Zealand. You listen to this podcast, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it now. Um, August 26th. 
Uh, oh, well, I'm good. I got his name. Uh, judge in New Zealand. Actually, that's not good. That's not cool at all. We shouldn't know these shooters' names. The people's names we should be fucking memorizing are the victims, right? And guilty is charged here. We need to change our mindset about this. But anyway, August 26th, the judge in New Zealand on Thursday sentenced Brenton Tarrant. Tarrant? Is that right? To spend the rest of his life in prison for killing 51 people. 51? That was the toll? 51? Oh, my God. Killing 51 people during a shooting rampage on two Christchurch mosques last year. Tarrant, 29-year-old. I, I heard about that. I didn't know it was that many. Damn. Tarrant, a 29-year-old Australian national, was sentenced to life without parole on Thursday, becoming the first person to receive New Zealand's most severe punishment available to courts at all. Justice Cameron Mander handed down the sentence in a Christchurch courtroom, saying that no prison term could equal Tarrant's crimes. Well, yeah. Well, I know uh, no prison term could equal it. It's true. The judge is right. I know a punishment that would probably, you know, do a little bit more justice. Yeah. But, you know, we won't talk about that. <laughs> Killing murderers is inhu inhumane, right? Anyway, <laughs> your crimes are so wicked that even if you are detained until you die, it would not exhaust the requirements of punishment and denunciation. I believe with you, Judge, there. But remember, too, um, you know, if he doesn't turn his life to Christ and repent, he's still got hell to look forward to. Um, it would not exhaust the requirements of punishment and denunciation. Bad deal, man. Who told Turrent in the courtroom <clears throat> that he was not only a murderer, but a terrorist? You sought to essentially attack New Zealand's way of life. Tarrant, who represented himself during sentencing, you represented yourself during a murder trial? <laughs> You're fucking smart. <laughs> mm. For some reason, he declined to speak and offered no defense. That's odd. Well, maybe he is a cuckoo bird. Mr. T well, obviously, <laughs> you know, he's a cuckoo bird in some fashion. Mr. Tarrant does not oppose the application, his lawyer Pip, Pip Hall, his lawyer's name was Pip. Pip Hall said on his behalf, he should be sentenced to life in prison without parole. During the fourth day of sentencing, Mander named each prison Tarrant killed and each person that they injured and killed, uh, detailing how the shooting affected not only their lives, but the lives of their loved ones. So yeah, um, a psycho son of a bitch who uh, took out 50-something people in a mosque for crying out loud last year. I did not know it was that many. Wow. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. on this day in the news, I like reading the on this day stuff. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. let's keep reading. <clears throat> Do we have any more? Do we have any more boss? House Democrats, lemon blip blip Democrats, 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 Democrats Republican, Democrat, Republican. Democrat. <laughs> you guys make my spine crawl. <laughs> uh. Ugh. but. California wildfires burn 1.32 million acres. That's nuts. These wildfires are getting out of hand in California, man. I grew up in California, dude. I saw, like, from age 0 to 13, I saw one wildfire. One. I leave and move away. And wildfires are like a yearly thing. It's like the fucking Super Bowl. And they're burning like a million acres at a time. How many acres does California have left? That's crazy, dude. Uh, kind of makes you think, doesn't it? In the past 20 years, 
Earthquakes have gone up. You ready for this? Earthquakes have gone up 300%. 300. There are places being wiped out by national disasters that have never been wiped out before. That have existed just fine until now. Weird, pretty, pretty weird shit, right? The birthing pains of the earth. Hey, I'm just making a theory here, right? Earthquakes in various places. The earth is going through its uh, death throes, its rattles. Just like, uh, you know, a piece of, uh, <laughs> just like a book said a long time ago, right? That there were going to be signs. I don't know. I'm not going to be one of those doomsayers, man. <laughs> I'm not. Because no one knows the day or the hour. Nobody. There's no way you're going to ever be able in a million years to guess this. But, dude, it's going to get worse than this, right? you got to think about that. It's going to get crazier than this before the end? Damn. I hope I'm not around to see that. That's crazy. But, yeah, I think about shit like that, right? Are these the birthing pains we're going through? Odd stuff, man. Immune systems differences may be... Blah, 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 blah. Nail salon employees dig through dumpster to find a customer's lost ring. Don't care. Mike Pence. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Blocking nerve signals could prevent type 1 diabetes. Diabetes. That's cool. Keep doing that work on diabetes, man. That shit is a... That's a hell of a disease, dude. Hell of a disease. I've seen some people on, like, final stages of diabetes. Oh, it's a gnarly shit. That shit is torture, dude. Ugh. I feel bad for anybody who's got that, man. Keep up with that shit, okay? Seriously, you got diabetes. Don't skip out, right? Don't get lazy with this shit. Do what you got to do. <laughs> Monitor that blood sugar. Take that insulin, man. I've seen how bad it can get. And it's... it's uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of the person that I, I saw like this. That was going through it. It's uh, it it turns the human body into into a nightmare. It it's awful, and I'm not saying that to make fun or anything. I mean it's true. Uh, let's go on the Huffle Puffleton post. <clears throat> we were just on UPI, who's doing a lot better this week. UPI, thank you. So let's see what the Huffle Puffleton is up to. How much time we got? Yeah, we got a little bit. Let's do another one. Watching there be nothing now. <laughs> um, yeah, Laura's a cat four. Trump once freaked out after missing a call from Putin, who wouldn't. Right? <laughs> what is the Huffington Post? Is this a Democrat-run thing? Is it? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, who, you miss a call from Vladimir fucking Putin. It doesn't matter if you're the president or not. And you miss the call, you're going to be pissed. <laughs> you're going to yell at everybody in the house. Who told me the phone was ringing? You know what I mean? It... <laughs> You're just making up shit. Do they just have to fill space on here or what? Skeletor, uh, Nancy Pelosi doesn't think Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. Come on. Can we have just one more? <laughs> can we have one more? Something that's good. Something to close us out. Skibbity bah. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um... Yeah, there it is. Uh, Weather Channel offers terrifying look at Hurricane Laura's unsurvivable surge. Isn't that crazy to use the word unsurvivable like that? Damn. That's not a word you whoop out in casual conversation, even on the news. Okay, we're going to lose this battle, guys. <laughs> I'm not saying shit. Damn it. I wanted to do one more. Nothing is good. Nothing I can really poke fun. I mean, it's all good news. Let me, you know, re rephrase that. 
It's all good stuff. It would be perfectly viable for any news place. Uh, granted, you have your crap and clickbait and bullshit, but there's nothing I could really riff off of, you know, and make funny. <laughs> um, TikTok CEO resigns after spending less than four months on the job. I don't blame you. Watching TikTok makes me want to resign life. Weather Channel reporter has frightening near miss with hurricane debris. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Macaulay Culkin turns 40. Wow. I'm getting old. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, 40. Woo. Damn. Uh, yeah. The old beer is starting to get a little gray, man. Okay. Robert Pattinson. Batman trailer. That's out, right? I haven't seen it yet. What I am excited about, hmm? What I'm excited about, what everybody should be excited about. You have two kinds of people on this planet. The people who think Michael Keaton was the best Batman ever and people who are wrong. Those are the only two people on this planet. Now, I can't blame the wrong people very much because they're of a younger generation. They don't know any fucking better, right? They don't. So, um, based on recent news I've been hearing, Michael Keaton is coming back to change all that. <laughs> yes, Michael Keaton's getting back under that cowl, baby. Mm. Yes. Coolest thing I've heard in a long time. Oh, I haven't been this excited since they announced Bill and Ted 3. I cannot wait to see Michael Keaton prove to everybody why he's the best freaking Batman that ever played Batman's Batman. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't wait. How cool is that? I mean, he leaves the role. He leaves Batman because he doesn't want to be typecast. Makes perfect sense. Because Michael Keaton was more known for his comedic roles. Had a couple dramatic roles. Um, but he was more known as a you know funny guy. <laughs> That's why everybody was so pissed off when he was cast as Batman. And um, huge uproar about it. I won't get into the specifics of that, but people were getting letters and shit. You know, it was bad. And um, he didn't want to be typecast, right? So he left after Batman Returns. Perfectly smart um, career decision. And look what happened since. Especially in the past handful of years. Dude, Michael Keaton's been cleaning it up. Making these, like, low-budget kind of indie films. But that guy's got more fucking awards now than I got pairs of socks. I mean, Michael Keaton's doing amazing. This is a perfect time for him to step back in that suit. Because now he's fucking Michael Keaton. You know what I mean? You can't. He, he won't be typecast no matter what he does. Now, he's got this weird kind of freedom, I think, you know, where he can do anything. <laughs> and you know, you know for a fact that when you saw Birdman, there was that little kid inside you that was jumping up and down, man. <laughs> Anybody my age who was part of that whole zeitgeist, the 88 Batman film, who was immersed in how much that film changed our culture at the time, you won't know unless you lived it, man. I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Batman stuff. It changed even how we looked at commercials. I mean, there's still After Effects from how hugely, enormously successful that film and its uh, merchandising rights were. It changed a lot. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. I'm happy about it. <laughs> yes! Michael Keaton. Mm. He's going to prove to all of you kids again why there is only but one Batman. Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Watch this. You know how I always joke about I always get like phone calls every week because I say something to piss somebody off. <laughs> Watch this be the thing. 
that I get the most letters and emails about. <laughs> Watch this be like the thing. Michael Keaton was not the best Batman. Okay. Christian Bale was a blah, blah, blah. And Adam West was a blah, blah, blah. I don't care. You're wrong. I don't care. You're wrong. You're wrong. Wrong. Michael Keaton. <laughs> anyway, I'll catch you guys later. <laughs> oh, that's it for this week. All right. And remember to go on uh, Asylum817.com. That's all together, Asylum817.com. For all things me and no disclosure related. Also, check out my novels and short stories on my website, as well as anywhere you can buy books online. I've published 30 books, over 100 short stories, three collections, peoples. If you like horror and thrillers, consider me up your alley. Just head on over to Asylum817.com. Go to the store tab. Couldn't be easier. <laughs> I'm sure out of all my books, you'll find something that twirls your beanie. Most of my novels are on Audible as well, so if you like audiobooks, I got you, my lovelies. Remember to share No Disclosure with everybody. Let's help this thing grow. Share it with your Uncle Barbara, your Aunt Dennis, the creepy guy on the bus, you know, the guy that man spreads really wide, smells like boiled cabbage. Everybody. Bye-bye, my babies. Remember, seriously, at the end of all this, remember, I love you all. And be fancy. <laughs> Done. Michael Keaton! Woo! Need to know it's the faces here.